Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Eye on the Ball, the new sports show that is part of the BBP News umbrella. Uh, I am Nicholas Rod, of course, the host of this show, and we're here for episode two, like I said, and we have a fun one in store. Today's focus is going to be all about MLB and the NFL because we had uh, a lot of just epic epic sports a lot of epic baseball being played last week a lot of epic uh nfl games being played last week as part of week one so we're gonna focus on those two specific sports this week um and maybe i'll throw in a couple extra little points at the end but i mean why mess around why mess around like i said it was a crazy week for baseball and you know i had one of the most disappointing weeks of baseball for the fact that for the first episode of Eye on the Ball. I came to you guys and I predicted the outcome of each series. And you know, I've been following baseball all season, every season, for many years now. I'd say consistently following the entire league since probably 2017, 16, maybe even earlier than that. It's been a long time. And I went 0 for 6 with my predictions. 0 for 6! I didn't get a single series prediction correct. Not a single one. And you know what? Let's just go back through them. Because I have them up here in front of me. Let's just go through the series that I predicted, what I said would happen, and what actually happened here. Because this this is just disgraceful. On my part, this is absolutely disappointing and disgraceful. Disgraceful. So, for my major MLB matchups last week, okay, I had the Twins versus the Yankees to start out. I said that this series would come down to a tie, two games apiece, and I thought that was a fair, a fair prediction because the Yankees, who mind you, are my team, but I know. When to admit that my team's not doing that great. The Yankees weren't doing great. They were struggling. You know, it doesn't matter how good we've been throughout the entire season. The Yankees have struggled lately. You know, over the past month or so, a little more, it's been a struggle, a constant struggle going back and forth. And going into that series, it wasn't looking pretty. Not in the slightest. So I predicted 2-2. I thought that would be fair. I thought the Twins would be able to put up a real fight in that series. But no. No, the Yankees took it 3-1, and honestly, it should have been a sweep. It should have been a four-game sweep for the Yankees in that one, but we dropped the last game. And so, I, you know, I'm happy that the Yankees won. Don't get me wrong. It's wonderful. I, I you know, appreciate the wins. We needed them, but uh, I, I thought it would be more of a fight than that. I really did, but we never really looked taxed. You know, it never really looked... You know, there were a couple points where it looked a little shady. Maybe a couple players would really just kind of hurt us and just put those leads to shame, but it never happened. And the Twins did not put up the fight I expected and that'll be a continuing trend in these predictions just just you wait uh 
because the weekend was bad. So then I had the Blue Jays versus the Orioles. Now, I actually misspoke in this one. I actually missed the fact that there was a doubleheader during that series. So the, the Blue Jays and the Orioles actually played four games in that series. Mind you, uh, apologize just, just to pause here for a second if you hear me sniffling a little bit. Allergies are killing me here. We're heading into this fall weather, and this is when my allergies really start to kick in. So I do apologize. I'll try to uh, try to speak as best I can throughout this. But I thought that this series would be closer. I really did. If I remember correctly, I actually don't have this prediction in front of me. But if I remember correctly, I said that the Orioles would take the series 2-1. to one. I thought that maybe, maybe they'd put up a decent fight uh, to just kind of keep themselves in the playoff picture. I believe I said 2-1... Orioles, it might have been 2-1 Blue Jays. I actually don't remember now what my prediction was for that. I should have brought it up uh, and had that one in front of me for this, but oh well. Fact of the matter is, I still got it wrong because the Blue Jays took that series 3-1, and really it never even looked like the Orioles were going to give the Blue Jays a run for their money because the Blue Jays took the doubleheader, which were the first two games of that series, and the blue or the Orioles never really looked like they were going to be in it. They never looked like they were going to put up a fight. So it, it just didn't work out at all. But then we had my third prediction here was the White Sox versus the Mariners. I said the Mariners would take this two to one. And I thought this would be close. I did. And really it was. It was a close series. This one was actually a really good series overall. But again, I got it wrong. White Sox took it 2-1. to one. Another missed opportunity for me there. The Red Sox versus the Orioles. The weekend matchup. I said that the Orioles would sweep that series 3-0. They lost it 2-1. to one. You know, I really had a lot of hope for the Orioles this, this past week. I thought that they would have a chance to keep themselves in the playoff picture. To really keep themselves in the wild card race. But that just has not happened. They got absolutely just torn to pieces over the past week you know and I mean I guess I should have expected it in a sense because the Orioles never seem to actually do well against ALE's opponents or at least from what I've seen but you know with how bad my prediction skills at this point I might be wrong about that too I don't know (laughs) but I expected the Orioles to keep themselves in the playoff picture it does not seem like they've done that they're five and a half games back now and so it's just not looking like they're going to hold it together for the rest of this uh, for the rest of the season in this push. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Crazier things have happened. We still have about 20 games left in the season. So they could come back, but no another another failed prediction. So then we get to the Twins Guardians prediction. And I said that the Guardians would take it, but I said 2 to 1. Because I knew the Twins were going to have a tough series against the Yankees. That's not an easy test. You know, if you're any kind of baseball fan, it doesn't matter if you love or hate the Yankees. You know they're good. And so, you know, going up against the Yanks for four games isn't an easy test. And then to head back and face the Guardians, who do have a talented squad, it wasn't going to be easy. But I thought the Twins 
could put up, you know, could, could win one game, could take one out of it. And to be fair, the games were relatively close, at least the first two. The score of the last one, let's see if I can find it just on the fly here. But if I remember correctly, the score of that last game was not very close at all. Let's see here. Well, it could have been worse. It was 4-1. to one. The other two were 7-6. So the Twins did come close on those first two games, but just fell short. And then that last one, the Guardians took it a little more convincingly. But either way, tw- Twins got swept. And, you know, I, I really did expect them to put up more of a fight. I did. But wrong on that one. And finally, the Braves versus the Mariners. I guess two to one in favor of the Braves. I thought they were going to really fight to take the first place from the Mets. And granted, they did put up a good fight. It was a very, very well fought series. That one was an eye opener for sure. But the Mariners did take that one two to one. But quickly, let's glance through my predictions for this week's major matchups that I gave on Sunday in the week ahead episode. Okay, so my first prediction is the Rays versus the Blue Jays. Tight match, tight matchup here. We have a four-game set with a doubleheader included, and I'm going to say this one is 2-2. Two to two. Both teams are playing very well. The Rays coming off, you know, two pretty tough games against the Yankees, but you can never count them out for very long. I never count the Rays out because you know they're pitching can be absolutely elite. You know they're never going to stay down for very long. And so I don't expect that to affect them very very much or for very long. They're still 7 and 3 in their past 10. The Blue Jays 8 and 2 and playing very well. Took 2 out of 3 against the Rangers if I remember correctly, if not 3 out of 4. But overall, I think they're going to tie this 2 to 2 to keep that wild card race very very interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Both pitching stabs are pretty strong, uh, and both have very interesting offenses. Two di- very different offenses, but both really know how to get the job done. So I'm excited for that matchup. I can't wait to see how that plays out. The Brewers versus the Cardinals. Now, this is a two-game set, and really this is more a series for the Brewers because they're probably not going to fight back in the NL Central. They're eight games back of the Cardinals right now. Like I said before, we only have about 20 games to play, and you know I, I don't think they're going to fight back and take the NL Central crown. I think it's too late for them there, but they do currently hold a wild card spot, so this matchup here is really just to help them you know keep the ship stable and really help them uh start their you know last stretch here and ride the rest of the way to a playoff contention and a playoff berth and i think it'll be i think this series will be a tie one to one another tie here i know that's a little boring but i think the cardinals will take the first game they have Jordan Montgomery pitching in the first game, and he's been pitching great this year, whether it's with the Yankees or the Cardinals. He's pitched great. He looks great. I think he'll you know, help the Cardinals 
very much so when it comes to winning this this first game. And then the second one, a little different matchup, very close matchup in the second one. Um, and I think the Brewers will take that second game. So that'll be a tie. And then our third game for the first half of the week here is the Padres versus the Mariners. Huge, 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 huge matchup for both teams to maintain their place in the wild card race. Now, because of the fact that the Orioles are five and a half back of the Blue Jays and I believe six back of the Mariners right now, let's see, let's see. If we look at the wild card race here, yes. Yes, because the Mariners are a half a game above the Blue Jays. Baltimore's five and a half back of, of the Blue Jays. So Baltimore six games back of the Mariners right now. And, you know, if, if this last week has taught me anything, it's that things can change in the blink of an eye, but I just don't see the Mariners giving up their wild card spot. But still, this is a good opportunity for them to really just prove that they belong there. That series against the Braves was huge. Uh, really helped them just keep that ship moving right along just fine. And I, I just I think they'll take this one uh two to one. Or no. And I think I think the Mariners will take this. The Padres, it, it's huge for them to to keep them in the wild card race. I think theirs is actually a little closer right now. They have the third wild card spot right now. And Milwaukee is only two games behind them. So it will be important for the Padres to play well. But I think the Mariners are going to take this one. I think San Diego has a little too much tendency to choke. Just a little too much tendency to be a little disappointing, to be honest with you. I think I expected more from the Padres. I think a lot of people did this year. Um, You know, they've been without Tatis. And a couple of their other, you know, main stars. But they've been a little disappointing. And so I think that the Mariners will take this one 2-0 to because it is a two-game set. So Mariners 2-0 to on that one. Now we have the Twins versus the Guardians again, this time at, uh, at the Guardians' home ground. And I'm going to make another bold prediction here. I shouldn't do this. After this last series, but I'm going to say the Twins win this one 3-1. to one. And the reason I say this is because of the two matchups they have in the first half of the week. The Guardians have the White Sox for three, if not four games. The Twins have the Royals. So, two very different conditioned teams. The Royals, one of the worst records in baseball... I believe the worst record in the American League, either that or they're fighting with uh, Oakland for that position. But the Royals have not been good this season at all. And the White Sox are still fighting for an AL Central spot. Um, so I think that's going to be a very interesting situation. And I, I, I'm going to say that the Twins take this one 3-1 to one to to prove that they're not done yet to prove that they still belong in the conversation for the AL central crown moving forward. Cause if they lose this series against the guardians, 
even if they take the series against the Royals, I think if they lose this series against the Guardians, it's going to be kind of kind of a shut case. I think if they lose this, they're done. You know, which would be a lot less than what we were expecting at the beginning of the season, but I, I just I just don't think they would be able to recover from that. Then we have the Orioles versus the Blue Jays. Uh, mind you, I made this a few days ago before the, the Orioles really just found themselves way back in their race. But I think the Blue Jays are going to just, you know, kind of sweep the, the Orioles aside. I don't think this is going to be much of a contest this time. I think that the Blue Jays are going to really just really start to turn on all engines and really start uh, just moving forward, trying to get that that wild card spot, trying to make sure that they claim it. And I think they will just completely sweep aside the Orioles. Three game set. I say the Blue Jays win that 3-0. Now four game set to finish it out between the Padres and the Diamondbacks. Now the Diamondbacks, they are pretty much out of the wild card race conversation now. About a week ago or a little more, that, that might have been a little different because they were winning a lot of games there for a little bit. They were starting to catch up a little, but not not so much anymore. Not so much anymore. And this is a four-game set between the Padres and the Diamondbacks. I'm going to say the Padres win this 3-1 to and really take their wild card spot back uh, if the Brewers manage to catch up and, and take it at some point during the week. Now, a couple quick stories at the end of the predictions here before we move into the NFL. The Dodgers clinched their playoff berth, and this is the 10th consecutive year that they have managed to clinch a playoff berth. So congratulations to the Dodgers, who have already booked their place in the playoffs, and they have, I believe, the best record in the majors by by far right now. They have over 90 wins, so let's see if I can find their record on the fly. Right now, they have a record of, let's see, here it is, 96 wins for the Dodgers, 96 wins and 43 losses. That's incredible. I mean, we we knew the Dodgers were going to be good. Whether you like them or not, we knew that they were going to be remarkable again. They, they always are. You know, for like the past decade, they've just been insane, especially over the past, say, like six, seven years. They've just been unstoppable. So, you know, congratulations to the Dodgers, even though that's a little painful for me to say. Uh, And then our other major story for the MLB this week is that Albert Pujols, as of the time of recording, has hit his 697th home run. And what was really cool about this one, too, is that he let the fan that caught it, uh, the two fans, it was a couple that caught the ball, he let them keep the ball for themselves, saying that it meant a lot more to them than it did uh, sitting in his trophy case. And this puts him above Alex Rodriguez and into fourth place for all-time home runs in the major leagues. So congratulations to Albert Pujols, only three away from 700. And right now he is just behind Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth, and Hank Aaron for all-time home runs total. Congratulations, Pujols. That is just 
absolutely incredible. I want him to hit 700 this season so badly. And with about 20 games to go, I believe he can do it because he's been absolutely clutch and the power has been there all season. And I want to see him reach it before the end of this season. Or even more incredible would be to see in the postseason. I would not scoff at that one little bit. But now let's jump into the NFL. And I'll try to go through these quickly since we are running out of time here. But I want to go over my predictions from last week. I said that the Bills would beat the Rams. And boy, did they. What a game that was. Wow. I was absolutely, absolutely impressed with the Bills. 31 to 10 on that one. I watched that entire game. Josh Allen looks like an absolute stud. And so many players on that team. You have Vaughn Miller, who was just amazing on defense. You had uh, just, I could go on and on, but I'll move on. But what a game. Josh Allen was just playing out of his mind during that game. Incredible. Incredible display from the Bills to start out the season. But we move on. The Saints versus the Falcons. I said the Saints would win, and that was correct. You know, I'm going to say right now, I did so much better on my NFL predictions than I did in my MLB predictions. And I don't know how to feel about that, considering I watch way more baseball than I have football over the past number of years. But the Saints beat the Falcons. I did get that one correct. The Browns versus the Panthers. I said the Panthers would take this one. I was wrong on that one. I was wrong. It was a close game, but the Browns did take it uh, by two points. So I admit defeat on that one. The 49ers versus the Bears. This was one of my major upsets, and I got it right. The Bears beat the 49ers, and I am so proud of myself. Good job to me on that one. I absolutely love this prediction. Absolutely love it. I, I am so impressed. <laughs> I said the Steelers would beat the Bengals. That was correct. Again, another upset prediction by me, and I am I am very impressed with that one, to be honest with you. The Colts versus the Texans. I said the Colts would win, and that was wrong, but not because the Texans Texans won. They actually ended up tying that game. So I was wrong on that one, but the Texans did not win it. The Patriots versus the Dolphins. I said the Dolphins would take that game, and I was correct. So the Patriots start out with a loss there. And I said that the Ravens-Jets game would be a close one, but the Ravens would take it. The Ravens did win this one, but it was 24-9. Not as close as I thought it was going to be. I thought the Jets' offense would have been a little better. I thought they would have, uh, you know, performed a little more like they did against the Giants. But, you know, don't always get everything correct. But I did get the winning prediction correct. So I will take that. Uh... I said the Jaguars would beat the Commanders. That was wrong. The Jaguars 0-5 between preseason and week one. So they are definitely uh, on a skid here. They are not starting off this NFL season well at all. It was a close game, but no. I said the Titans would beat the Giants. And by all right, I feel like they should have. They had the lead right down to the very last few seconds in the fourth quarter, but the Giants snagged it at the last moment. And so the Giants won that. I got that prediction wrong, which breaks my heart just a little bit. (laughs) I said that the Chiefs would beat the Cardinals. I kind of took a Hail Mary guess on this one. I didn't really know what to think, but the Chiefs absolutely destroyed this one. 44-21. What an insane game, but it's not the most insane score, in my opinion. 
that took place this week. We'll get to that in a minute. I said that the Raiders would beat the Chargers. This was wrong. You had the Raiders going in 4-0 on preseason and the Chargers 0-3. I thought that the Raiders would keep it up. I was wrong. The Chargers took that one. I said that the Packers would take the game against the Vikings, and that was very much wrong. Uh, The Packers barely put up any kind of fight. They didn't score anything for quite some time throughout the game, and uh, it was a rough time. I said that the Buccaneers would beat the Cowboys, and I was correct on that, so thank, thank my prediction skills on that one because I, you know, for all intensive biases, because I am an Eagles fan, I wanted the Cowboys to lose so badly, and it did work out for me. Now, the Eagles versus the Lions. This was the other insane score from the week, uh, from the week's games, and this one was 38-35, Eagles won that's my predict. That was my prediction in terms of who would win the Eagles. I got that correct, but we got so lucky, you guys. The Eagles' defense is scary. It's very scary, not in a good way. It was a rough time. We're lucky that we had the offense that we do. Uh, Jalen Hurts definitely helped us out. AJ Brown definitely helped us out. That was a scary game all the way through. All the way through, it never felt safe. And it definitely wasn't. And the last game from that week was the Broncos versus the Cowboys. I don't have that score as I am recording before that game took place. So I don't have the final score for that one. But let's quickly go through and make my predictions for week two. All right. And I'm scrolling through predicting these as I go. Uh, So just bear with me a little bit here. So we have a Thursday game this week between the Chargers and the Chiefs. Ooh, that's a tough match. I'm saying the Chiefs win it, though. I'm saying that Patrick Mahomes will absolutely go off and that this will be a good game for the Chiefs and they will go 2-0 to start the season. Next, we have the Dolphins versus the Ravens. Oh, I'm saying the Ravens take this one. I think they had a very good display against the Jets. I think the Dolphins had a decent win against the Patriots, but the Patriots aren't a top-tier team anymore. They're just not. They're not, you know, this dominant force that's, like, so impressive when you beat them now. They're, you know, kind of fading away from that a little bit. They're not a bad team but they're not what they once were um so you know the Dolph- the dolphins taking that game isn't the most major thing in the world i think the i think the ravens will take this one no problem next we have the jets versus the browns ooh well the browns surprised me the browns surprised me with a decent offensive display against the Panthers and the Jets offense really let me down from what I was expecting in week one so I'm going to follow that trend again and I'm going to say that the Browns take this one I'm going to say the Browns take this one and start 2-0 on the season which feels crazy to me but that's what I'm going to go with all right next we have the Panthers versus the Giants Ooh. Panthers coming off that loss against the Browns. The Giants 
oh, that's going to be a tough fight. I'm going to I'm going to give this one to the Giants as much as it pains me as an Eagles fan, I'll give it to the Giants. I'll I'll, ugh, I'll give it to them. Next we have the Patriots versus the Steelers. I think the Steelers will have some momentum coming off that Bengals win. I think the Patriots will be a little bit down after that Miami loss. I'll say that these trends continue and I'll say the Steelers take the game against the Patriots. Next, we have the Commanders versus the Lions. Ooh, I'm going to give this one to the Lions. I'm going to give this one to the Lions, you know, against the Eagles. Now, again, the Eagles don't have the best defense by any means, but you could really see some of the talent in the Lions offense and defense they were able to put together some very very good offensive drives no doubt about it and then they came back with some aggressive defense they weren't bad they really weren't the eagles did score a lot you know we obviously we scored 38 but the lions defense wasn't bad it really wasn't in my opinion and so i think they'll shut the commanders down Next, we have the Colts versus the Jaguars. I'm going to give it to the Colts. I can't I can't predict a win for the Jaguars. I just can't. They haven't given me anything too convincing, you know, any true reason to give them a win. So we're going to give that one to the Colts. Then we have the Buccaneers versus the Saints. And I'm going to say again, the Buccaneers take this. I don't think there's much of a fight there. I don't think the Saints are bad by any means, but I think the Buccaneers will continue to just really turn on the Jets and uh, just kind of fly their way to another victory, 2-0, to start the season. With the Falcons versus the Rams, I think the Rams will absolutely just take this one home, no problem. I just, I'm not convinced by the Falcons one single bit. I think the Rams, while they did not play well against the Bills at all, Matthew Stafford just did not look like himself at all. I think that they will be just fine in this game against the Falcons. Next, we have the Seahawks versus the 49ers. Now, I have nothing to go on for the Seahawks because, again, that game hasn't happened yet as of the time of recording. Uh, I'll give it to the 49ers. I, I think they're going to come back after that loss to the Bears, and I think they'll be just fine and beat the Seahawks. No problem. Now we have the Bengals versus the Cowboys. I'm going to let my bias come right out here, and I'm going to say that the Bengals win it. I think they are still a really good team. Obviously, they made it to the Super Bowl last year, so they are still going to be a quality team. I don't think the Cowboys have what it takes to deal with that, um, so I'm going to say that the Bengals take it. Then we have the Texans versus the Broncos. Again, I have nothing to go off of when it comes to the Broncos, but I'm going to say that they take this one anyway. Russell Wilson on that team, uh, you expect him to be good. You hope that he will be able to lead this Broncos team to something special. And so I'm going to say that they take this one. No problem. The Texans really don't give me anything to truly worry about when it comes to that prediction. 
the Cardinals versus the Raiders. I think the Raiders take this one. I think that they get back on track. I think that they really turn, you know, turn on the burners once again, turn on those Jets and come back and, you know, even things out after after last week's display. Then we have the Bears versus the Packers, and you can only hope that the Packers turn it, you know, turn it around because this past week's display was just not good. It was very, very disappointing across the board. And so I'm going to say Packers win it, but I wouldn't be entirely shocked if the Bears won it. I really wouldn't. You know, there might be something there, but I'm going to say that the Packers take it. Now we have two Monday games. Two Monday games this week. We have the Titans versus the Bills. And I'm going to say the Bills take it after seeing their display against the Rams. Oh, this is a scary Bills team. This is an absolutely terrifying Bills team. And I'm going to say that they take this game against the Titans without really any difficulty. And the last game to predict for this week is the Vikings versus the Eagles. Oh, I don't know. I want to say the Eagles take this one, but I'm so scared after that defensive display. Oh, I'm not convinced, you guys. I'm not convinced one bit. I'm going to give my Eagles one more shot. One more shot to really believe in them and see that defense improve. I'm going to say they take this game against the Vikings. And if they do and we start 2-0, I'll start to believe in what we've got and hope that everything kind of smooths out as we go. But that is this week's episode of Eye on the Ball. And we'll be back here tomorrow morning with another episode of Idiots in the News and on Friday with a wrap-up in the Newsweek. And then we'll be back next Tuesday with the third episode of Eye on the Ball. But until then, you guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Link in the show notes. Come back for our other shows. And we will see you here tomorrow morning and Friday morning. Bye, guys.